Hey, hey, friend. Welcome to episode 173 of Little by Little Homeschool podcast. And today I've got a treat for you. I know that some of the popular episodes have to do with health and fitness and exercise because I know that it's something that's important to you that you want to incorporate in your day. And today's guest, Yevgenia, is going to help you with that. Her and I sat down, we had a great conversation. I know this is going to encourage and inspire you and you're going to see yourself in a lot that she says and it's going to be a good thing. Today we're going to kind of turn the mirror back towards you, look at yourself in the mirror in a way of just reflection, not of negativity and saying, yes, today is the day that I am going to start to make a change and make a difference. And this lady here today was really good to talk to. She's going to be, she's going to be the one that's going to help you along that. So let's jump into the conversation that I was able to have with Eugenia and it was, it was good. You're going to enjoy it. Let's do this now. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Good morning, friends, and I have a special treat for you here today. When I look back at my... Um, statistics and stuff of the podcast. Some of the highest rated podcast episodes are ones that have to do with moms and your health and exercise. So I've got uh, someone here today who's going to share a bit more about that because I am no expert. I'm just a mom, just like you all, just trying to do the best that I can. And so today she is going to inspire us a bit when it comes to this. And I'm excited about about this episode for myself to learn and as well as you. So Eugenia, thank you for joining us today. We can start off and you can just kind of let everybody know, let the listener know just a little bit about you. Um, hi, and thank you for having me here. And uh, you said my name so great. Yay! <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, my name is Eugenia, and I am a homeschooling mama of a four-year-old boy. We just started um, a year ago. I am originally from Russia, and that's why we started so early, because, you know, Russia is like, well, you have to start with your kids as, low as, as um, young as, like, one to teach them 20 languages and all the multi- multiplication tables and things. I kind of waited a little bit because I am in a homeschool community, so it helped me a little bit with my own stuff. But um, I live in Canada right now and I work with homeschooling moms in fitness and health. I uh, coach them to overcome obstacles of not exercising and not having time to having time and exercising and eating healthy nourishing foods and basically bringing their body to the optimal health mentally physically and emotionally so they can be present for their homeschool journey and they can be uh, energetic and uh, um, a supportive parent for their kids and uh, sometimes for husbands (laughs) right (laughs) 
and um, they can show up every day as a strong uh, and supportive and emotionally regulated parent. I love that you have turned your focus, your knowledge of fitness and health towards homeschool moms, because I feel like we're like a demographic people don't necessarily think about, especially in the fitness industry. When you look at you like, well, that would be fine if my kids were in school, I would have time to go to the gym for that amount of time. So it's a unique season in our lives and it's different than others might experience. So you mentioned obstacles. Can you let me know like for yourself as well as the moms that you work with, what are some of the obstacles when it comes to health and homeschooling? Yes, absolutely. So when I started to homeschool, I experienced all of them, of course. And that's why I decided to focus specifically on homeschool community because I just want to help more homeschool moms to not have these obstacles or, uh, you know, work on the growth mindset instead of just fixed mindset and saying all the time, or I don't have time, which is one of the obstacles, right? So not having time is the main one. Um, because we are at home with kids all the time, right? And we do have breakfast and we do some read alouds or we start school and everyone's read looks differently, of course, in different season. Right now it's a gardening season for many, right? And you want to get outside and you want to do nature walks. And moms just in general ask me, where do I find this time? And it's possible but we have to let go of limiting beliefs that we have no time, right? Because really, when you go to a nature walk, you can have a little exercise routine for this specific time. At the beach, you can have it. At home, I promote home-based exercises. I know how hard it is to get ready, get to the car, drive somewhere, stay there, and sometimes very uncomfortable staying around all this, you know, build up people who know how to exercise and not necessarily every homeschool mama knows even where to start. So then take shower and get back. So it would take hours. I promote this. If you have 10 minutes and you're in your pajama, just go for it, right? Because 10 minutes is 100% better than zero minutes, right? And exercising is a part of um, mental health as well it's giving you all the tools to deal with stress and with anxiety and all other things so we are trying to find the time and see where there are little pockets of the time and where you can fit it then it's not knowing what to do as i said for example if you go to the gym and you see all of these muscular people uh you're like okay i'm not even comfortable to go into this room with all of these people because I have no idea how to use this fancy machine, right? But fitness is not about exercising in the gym. Fitness is about movement, physical movement. It's about walking. It's about stretching. It's about playing with your kids, active games. It's, of course, about strength training and everything else, but I think that we have to simplify things and we don't have to do, you know, crazy exercises with not even being able to pronounce their names correctly <laughs> or not knowing what this name means uh, because it's not about this. It's about just physical movement and 
simple push-up. Everyone knows how to do simple push-up. Everyone knows how to do a simple squat. When we pick up kids, we do it <laughs> millions of times, millions times per uh, our lifetime, right? So you can even grab your child and pick him up, unless of course the child is fifteen. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna pick my kid up. <laughs> yes, and probably a teenager would be like, "Mom, what are you, doing? what are you doing?" Uh, but if they are a little bit younger, you can pick them up and make it as a fun exercise for you. Make them run to you. You pick them up. You get down. Make them go back to where they were running from. Right. It's all about making it fit your lifestyle of homeschooling parent rather than just going on YouTube and doing something what is not necessarily fitting your lifestyle. And then, of course, stress. Stress is a big obstacle, even though exercising helps with stress reduction and managing stress better. But when we are stressed and we are in a scarce, uh, scarcity mindset, we have all this, you know, oh my gosh, I have to do this and I have to do this and I have to have disappointment and then you know taxes and then homeschooling and then nature walks and then reading aloud and then we feel like we're not doing enough of course right who didn't have this uh, in their homeschool life i don't know i uh, i have like it's almost like a cycle of every six weeks i feel like i'm not doing enough but exercising would be really helpful for you to do in this case especially because in general, your body will be reducing stress, physical stress, mental stress, emotional stress, um, and it will be helpful. But we have to break through this cycle of, you know, not letting the exercise part in our brain because the capacity of the brain is full with everything else, right? And of course, the last one is finances. Very often people that okay i don't have money right now but maybe later right but the reality is that when you invest financially in your house most likely you will stick to it because there is a value in this for you you don't want to waste this money and there are always you know it's it's almost like oh i have to buy a new outfit to start exercising when in reality you don't have to invest money in this because you can exercise in your pajama. And I practice this all the time. Or well, sometimes I exercise in a dress. <laughs> like, uh, it doesn't really matter how we look and what do we uh, wear in order to exercise. But financial part is, a, I would say, it's approximately the same level with the no time. And then we have to ask ourselves, what do we, you know, if we, of course, struggle to bring the food on the table, then of course i understand this obviously we need to feed our families first because that's also health right but um i see some people who don't prioritize health but they prioritize some expensive um, clothes for example and i'm not judging everyone are everyone is um, up to whatever they feel like doing with their money but i think that it's limiting belief that some um, material thing is way more important than your personal health and well-being and the way how you feel because a new clothes will not bring you happiness or it will bring for five minutes and then you will go back mentally to the state of uh, 
you know, depression, anxiety, or maybe, right? It's not necessarily that everyone is depressed, of course. And then we have to find different ways how to make us feel great in our own bodies and feel confident and be present with our kids. Because when we stressed, we are not mentally always with them, right? Because other stuff are taking our attention, the main obstacles usually. Yeah, well, I think we, what you're, once a couple of things, there's a lot that you said there that's really good, so much good stuff there that it, it, it kind of overflows. Like, it's just, I find that even for myself and other moms that I talk to, it's just, it's just the getting started and, and doing it. And then when you work out for, for me, I'll think to myself like, oh, I don't really feel like, you know, exercising. I don't feel like working out, but I know how I'll feel afterwards. Mm -hmm. And that's what, what will keep, you know, keep you going. Um, and so it's really easier for us though, as homeschool moms, like you're saying, there's just so much to do. There's the homeschooling, there's the laundry, there's the meals and everything that goes along with the meals, which is like, prepping and then shopping for it, putting everything away and then making it and cleaning up. And there's just a lot every day that we really can put ourselves really on the bottom of the to-do list. And to go back to your saying about the squats and stuff, I do remember, you know, with my kids when they were little and toddlers, you know, squat, holding them and squat, they thought it was a great, you know, a great thing. And, and I can't do that anymore now. So now I have dumbbells, but, you know, just incorporating that into uh, into your life. And I know that I've seen some videos and some stories of you on Instagram and your little one's just kind of running around at a park and you're doing some push-ups, and you're doing just some exercising on a bench that's right there. And um, there's a lot of stuff that we can do just with our own, with our own body weight. And like you're saying, well, yeah. I need the right outfit. I need the right program. I need all the, and, and we already know we've seen enough people and we've seen enough working out that we can probably just kind of jump in. So can you give me some tips though? And the moms here that are listening, how do we not put ourselves at the bottom of the to-do list? How can we move that our health and our fitness um, up, up the list? Yes. So first thing I would suggest is remembering that you have to start very small. We have this idea that we have to spend hours in the gym in order to be healthy. But in reality, we just have to stay consistent with very tiny steps because small steps bring in huge results eventually, right? rather uh, than focusing on hours of working out and then eventually stopping because it doesn't fit our lifestyle right mm -hmm. this would be the first one and small steps can be for example five minutes walk around your neighborhood it doesn't have to be very long when you start because it's not even about physical movement or exercising at the beginning it's making it a reality for your life it's making the small changes in your head that you can do it and focusing on just five minutes instead of 35 minutes is way easier for your brain when you think about okay five minutes i can do right sometimes i just literally i have five minutes so i would just go and make a circle around the block and that's it some days this is the only thing i can do and that's fine because some days I will do better, but some days, you know, it's better than nothing. Mm -hmm. And my next tip is to let go of all or nothing mentality. In general, it's not okay. even homeschooling uh, related. It's just in general, as women, we tend to believe yeah. that, okay, it didn't work out. I will just let it go and I will not do it. When in reality, you just have to do it messy. You know, you just have to do it whatever 
the, the way how it works for you at this moment. And if it's one minute of work at this moment, then it should be one minute instead of zero minutes. Because you will do one minute and then you will do two minutes. And then eventually you will go to 30 minutes. And even if it will take you a year, it's still good because we don't want to be we focusing on something short, you know, sh short and quick fixes instead of making things our lifestyle without extra um, extra steps or extra thoughts, right? Making it a tiny, small step so it becomes our reality. And then in a year, the life changed. Yeah, those little times like so things like you put dinner in the oven and it's in there for, you know, you clean up some or whatever. You have like 15 minutes. You can do a lot just in your living room. You could do sit ups and push ups and lunges and um, crunches and squats, yeah. like things that don't really require much time because we think that. And I, I think we see a lot of people, especially with social media and for some reason, probably because I think I would look for exercise stuff because of my kiddo, I would, I don't know, I get these ads, I don't know if I, they're ads or videos of all these like working out kind of people <laughs> on in Instagram. And I'm like, oh, wow, they have got to spend hours. I don't have, like you're saying, don't have those hours. Most of us don't have those hours at the gym. And then going back to what you're saying earlier too, about going into a gym, I went with my 18 year old before he headed out for the summer um, he can bring a friend to the gym. And so I was like, I'm going to come with you. He goes at like five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. So I was like, I'm going to go with you. And <laughs> it's just confirmed. Like, why would want to go to a gym? I was fine going with him. Like I would go with a friend or with a trainer or with, or with my son or somebody, but it, yeah, it's super intimidating. And to, like you're saying, taking that time to get in the car, to drive there, even if it's only five minutes away, you got to get ready and you know, you actually have to brush your teeth because you don't want to blow everybody away with your, you know, morning breath or something. Whereas at home, you can do your push-ups with your morning breath and nobody's going to know or yes. care. But yes. it can be a big, huge thing. Um, yes. and, and one thing I wanted also to mention in this particular question is knowing your why is extremely important. Because, for example, when we start homeschooling, we don't just start homeschooling. We have a thought why do we want to homeschool and then everything else aligns right the same is here why do you want to be physically active or why do you want to have better health or better lifestyle and usually my suggestion to all my clients is to focus on not you but your kids why do you want to be strong because i want to stay longer active for my kids and grandkids hopefully because I want to be playing sports with them and I don't want to sit on the bench when other parents are playing with them, right? I want to be an active participant in their lives. I want to age gracefully and I want to have, you know, strong uh, bone, bones and uh, good bone density, even though we're losing anyway, bone density as women, especially every year, no matter what, <laughs> but we can improve it a little bit, right? So all of these things can be your why. And when you remember them and when you know your why, then everything else is way easier. That's a really good point of thinking like, what is your why? And that's what'll keep you going. If the why is simply like a surface kind of why, well, I want to be the hottest mom at the pool or something like that. Like it's only going to last so long, but if it's like, yes. I want to be able to jump in the pool with kids, I want to be able to run keep up with my kids. I mean, to a 
to a degree, they become teens and I'm like, okay, y'all are, you know, let me get on a bike and I'll keep up with you while you're running. (laughs) But, you know, being able to, so for me in my late forties now, I'm like, I want to be able to stay active. I want to be able to stay active for, I'm nearer to the having grandkids than I am to having little kids. And I want to be, you know, so I'm like, I'm training for when I'm in my sixties is like what I kind of think of now and wanting to be able to get up and up and down off the floor easily and, and to prevent health issues, like you're talking about, you know, bone loss and um, just a lot of things that come with older age. And if I can push those off or not have those, that would be, that's kind of my, kind of my goal. Yes, those are great. And exactly how you said, working out for when you're 60. I worked with, um, when I did not have my child yet, I worked with uh, seniors for five years here in Canada. And to be honest with you, they're very pleasant people to work with because they know their why very, very well because they are so wise and they had so much experience already. But I saw 85-year-olds every day at 7 a.m. in the gym. They were going to the gym because that was their community, obviously, right? They had their friends there. It was like a party. We had um, breakfast every Friday with them together. But they knew their why. They want to tie their shoes by themselves they want to be able to use washroom with no support they wanted to go for a walk and not wait until someone will come and pull their uh, wheelchair for them that's what they wanted that's amazing yeah I love that and those are the yeah like you're saying those are the real reasons those are the whys as to that's going to keep them going to keep them going so now that we've, we've kind of talked about some of the obstacles and finding the time and um, I think we kind of touched on some of the some of the excuses are probably kind of tied into there too. So now that we've decided we have our why and we have some reasons why I want to do this, how do we stay on track when it comes to health and homeschool? Now, right now it's the summer, so I feel like it's maybe a little bit easier to fit in some exercise. Our time we have a bit more margin, but we're going to be getting here to the homeschool year starting. Yes. So how, when we're doing, when we're trying to do our formal curriculum and the activities and maybe co-ops and all the things that are on our to-do list, how do we stay on track with focusing on our health and our homeschool? Yes, that's why I always say that for homeschoolers, the perfect time to start is summer. For um, people whose kids are in school, it's not because they have their kids, right? And it's not the regular kind of lifestyle for them. But for homeschooling, it's perfect because they have a little bit more time and their rhythm is changing and they know that nature walks are great. So it's already a movement routine, right? But I do suggest to just sit down and spend one hour once for the season at least and seeing how do you want your rhythm to go and finding these little spots of or little pockets of the time where you can have 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes max. My program, which I um, have clients with my program called Nourished Motherhood, and it's only 20 minutes a day for everything, all the habits, all the workouts, all the routines and everything else. Because I know that if it's 22, the mind will start shutting down and tell them it's not, it's not possible. That's it. I'm not doing it because I don't have time. But (laughs) shifting the mindset slowly towards the goal or towards what you want to focus on and keeping it small. I think that's a great way to kind of stick to something and Um, have your kids as your accountability people 
oh i can guarantee you your kids are the best they will keep you accountable no matter what you know how sometimes you give them a task to do like to wake you up or something they will make sure that you on track with things especially kids are who are not teenage years yet but also not four years old right those kids they want to have a little bit of control over you mm -hmm. so let them do it right make them remind yourself um, to exercise and it's great for them to see because they will be changing their whole reality by just looking at you active that will become their lifestyle if they see you doing it and it's good that they also see the struggles sometimes right they they should know that it's not just happening without any struggle sometimes we do struggle and that's normal but make them accountability partner partners and start with very easy routine everything should be easy right or simple i'm not gonna say easy probably simple <laughs> simplify the routine and it will not be easy even five minutes if you haven't started yet even five minutes is hard right and instead of saying what's wrong with me i cannot even spend five minutes on this just remind yourself that you're doing something new and something new is not easy and that's okay but as long as you try to do it consistently over and over and learn from your own mistakes and fails every single day eventually you will find those time pockets and then those routines which will be working for you i think it's also funny when you're as you're talking about you know using some time that you have like i'm thinking for example when you bring your kiddo to um, or practice or you're waiting to pick them up or something instead of sitting in your car like I'll sometimes pick up and I'll just look down the row of all the parents sitting there, everybody's just scrolling on their, on their phone. Mm -hmm. You could get out of the car and you could just kind of do a couple of laps, maybe around the building or the parking lot. And I've been that weird looking mom who has kind of done that. Now, maybe you don't want to do lunges out there in the parking lot, but still like just kind of, you know, getting out and being active because all you're doing is maybe scrolling on some social media thing and maybe you learn something new. That's fine. But your life isn't necessarily probably going to be any bit better. But if you get out and you actually maybe take that little bit of a walk or to, yeah, do something just to yes. kind of get moving and just Absolutely. finding. Yeah. So you, there's probably more time in our day than we actually think there is. Yes. Yes. 100%. I have some moms who uh, bring their kids to baseball and, you know, baseball practices sometimes are longer uh, for smaller kids, it's not that very long, but still it's more than 30 minutes, right? So when we uh, chat with this specific mama, we just realized that that's going to be her walking time. And she just takes her other two kids and she just walks in circles. And those kids enjoy this. And sometimes they play tag game, right? It's not just holding the hands and quietly walking, but you can always make it fun. Yeah. And including kids, because sometimes we can think, well, our kids are young and kids love to go for walks. I see just in my neighborhood, kids going with their parents. I remember taking my kids, you know, many times now that my are, are older, I can, I can leave them. And even a lot of the moms that listen to this have younger kids, probably, you know, more so um, tween and, and younger, but I know there's some moms out there who are listening, who have some teens and that time, like we know we can leave them at the practice. We know we can leave them at 
whatever it is. We don't have to have eyes on them. Like when my kids were little, maybe I didn't help out, but like I needed to have eyes on them still because I didn't necessarily trust the coaches were not going to notice when they wandered off or something like that. Mm-hmm. But when you have a 15 year old who's like six one, I'm like, he's okay. And he was going through over the winter physical therapy for a shoulder uh, injury he had. And there was a park nearby. And the first time I didn't, I didn't know that I sat there with him and made sure he, everything was good. I loved his PT and trusted her and stuff. She had my cell phone. I was like, you know what? I'm, it was too far away for me to go home. I'm just going to go for a walk. And so I literally went for like a 45 minute walk every single one of his appointments. And it's just, it's finding that time. And I know that sounds like a long, like a long time. And that's, you know, when you have little kids, I never would have dreamed of gone for a 45 minute walk, but it's just figuring out like, how can I, instead of spending some time, maybe um, just scrolling on my phone, or sometimes I would read a book, which a reading a book is good. Actually, I listened to audiobooks and listened to podcasts and, yes. and took a walk. So I thank you for this encouragement of just finding, finding time that we have the time and it doesn't have to be an overly dramatic exercise. It can just be something, something yes. simple, simple and to one, do. One more thing I promote is that you don't have to be away from your kids. That is very important. I think that is one other obstacle that we kind of want to put ourselves in a box with no one around to be focused, but we know it's not our lifestyle. It, it's it's not going to happen until certain time, at least, right? Until certain age of our kids. So make it connection time. If you go for a walk, my son started to wake up pretty early recently and uh, he's just he just wants to walk with me and so I take him and we go for a walk together it's not the same for me as I if I would be walking by myself but I know that this is my connection time with him we walk we look at things we learn right away today we saw like I don't know millions of ants working together on something right and this is a perfect learning opportunity but also when we hold hands, when we look at each other's eyes, it's, it is a connection time. Even though we walk and we in nature and we exposed to the sun, morning sun, and we um, use our physical body in order to move, right? Yeah, that's beautiful. It's beautiful to point out that it's a time you can make a connection. And even if it's at home in your living room doing sit-ups and they're crawling around and then they probably start to try to do sit-ups. And like you were talking about earlier, how they... Yes will it's just they'll kind of catch on to it and if it becomes a part of your life it'll be something that will be a part of their life too and so you're helping set them up for health for the long run as well yes my son very often runs to me and he says this mama look i do squats and of course his squats are just hilarious and they're not right and but it's funny because he's like look mama mama look right so he wants that approval and he also knows that it's good in like not intentionally, unconsciously, he knows. Yeah, you're creating a uh, cultural lifestyle that is going to be part of your family of being active and being outdoors and using our bodies. So this has been a really great conversation. Where can the listeners hear more from you and find out more about what you teach and what you practice? Yes, I am on Instagram uh, at word at, not the <laughs> sign, but at dot nourished uh, dot motherhood. And my website is, uh, I don't remember, <laughs> can you see me? <laughs> but I, a- think it, I think it's not dots, but at nourishedmotherhood.com. Okay. I'll include it in, in, in the show notes. We'll include all yes. that information. Yeah. So that uh, listeners can connect with you and hear more about more from you and get some encouragement. So 
Thank you so much for being here today. This has been a great conversation. And thank you for much, so much for bringing me here. Hey friend, how was that? It wasn't bad, right? Well, you just kind of like ripped the bandaid off a little bit right there. I kind of, it was good. I kind of needed it too, to give me a little bit of like, oomph, like, yeah, keep at it there. And I love the point that she made. I mean, I, I mean, I loved every point, but the one that's really sticking out to me right now is about how I, and I often kind of think that it's just me that's like this, that I'm like a hundred percent or zero percent. I'm like all or nothing. And I think you can see yourself in that as well. And when it comes to taking care of ourselves, our health, our exercise, our nutrition, we think, well, if I can't go to the gym for two hours every day and I can't eat all of the certain exact foods that's way out of my budget or my time frame to be able to repair, then I'm not going to do anything. But I think today, Yevgenia was able to hopefully break through and encourage you that you can start just five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever that is for you. And you can watch as that time begins to expand. And this right here, you taking care of yourself, it's never too late. And it will have a ripple effect upon your family. So I'm going to leave all of the in the show notes, all the links that you can be able to reach out to her, talk to her specifically. She shares a ton on Instagram and she's got an amazing program that if your heart is feeling led to reach out and talk to her and find out more about that and what she does and allow her to come alongside you, go for it. Check out the link in the show notes. But I thank you for listening in today. And I hope that you are enjoying your summer and you're able to get out there in the sunshine. Go take a walk because I promise you'll feel really good afterwards. Maybe a little sweaty, but that's okay. You'll still feel good. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.